Hi, and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. And Nick, what have we got in store today? Well, Chris, we're going to be taking a look at Bitcoin. That's where we're going to start things off, see what's been going on. Obviously, it's been an interesting time and it's defying some logic. So we're going to get into the charts, see what's going on with Bitcoin, take a look at a few technicals and try to see you know, what's going to happen next with Bitcoin and whether or not we are going to pull back a little bit or whether we're going to continue this surge to the upside. Um, and obviously, hopefully we'll be able to kind of see what the altcoins are going to do from that. We'll obviously have a look at the market, see how things are performing today in the last 24 hours. I'll be more wealthy. Are there areas where um, you know there's blood being spilt? It's in the streets and potentially you might want to buy those dips we'll get into all that kind of good stuff as well we'll open up the live chat see how the, how everyone is doing and uh, answer a few questions where we can and of course you know we'll do a few charts for some altcoins as well we'll probably do a couple of polls and see how things are, are going on in there um how many likes should we go for today chris I want to go for the 250, like, you know, just standard. I want to feel loved. Standard. Okay, guys. So as we get into this stream, if you find it useful, informative, or as Dad Plays FIFA says, even entertaining at times, then do go ahead and hit that like button. We both really do appreciate it. We're looking for 250 likes and we'll keep the stream going for an hour. If we don't quite get there by 30 minutes, then we'll probably call it there, to be honest with you. And guys, if any is anyone who is new and wants to stay up to date with everything, do make sure that you've subscribed, hit the bell, tapped on all, and you'll get um, all the notifications of when we go live and all those video updates as well. And I was just gonna say, Nick, um somebody in the the live chat has just mentioned world mobile are with fulham fc and uh yeah they just they just missed my um my sponsorship video that i did around adoption of, of crypto because you know it's more there's more and more of this going on and i think it's it's wonderful right um it, it really is we're starting to see crypto adoption transpiring before our very eyes it's it is great to see it really is. There's so much going on and uh, sports are embracing it, as you say. Right. Let's um, let's start things off, guys, by taking a look at the crypto market and seeing what's been going on there. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it, as you say. Um, so coin market cap, guys, we have a $1.56 trillion market cap, a $96.4 billion worth of trading volume, and Bitcoin's dominance is at 48.6 with Ethereum at 17.3. Okay, so we are edging our way closer to that 50% level on the dominant side of things. Now, Chris, yeah, there are 11,085 cryptocurrencies. That's a lot of cryptocurrency, guys. Um, so it is important that you do your own research whilst you are you know, investigating which cryptocurrencies to invest in. Now, as we like to say, uh, DOR, do your own research, is absolutely critical, um, or as I like to dub it, DOFR uh, for the haters out there. Um, but ultimately, guys, I am not a financial advisor. Chris is not a financial advisor, so therefore doing your own research is absolutely critical. Now, 11,800, uh, sorry, 11,085 cryptocurrencies. That's a lot of cryptocurrencies. Some of those projects will be diamonds in the rough, absolute genuine gems. And there will, of course, be some scam coins out there, some rug pulls and some projects that you're going to want to avoid. So doing your own research is absolutely crucial. Of course, there are influencers on YouTube, um, Twitter, 
TikTok, Facebook, uh, and numerous other places as well. And sometimes those influencers are actually paid to talk about specific projects, and sometimes they even read from a script. And in doing that, ultimately, they don't necessarily believe in the project, and ultimately that their shilling could also be uh, what is otherwise known as a shitcoin. And as a result of that, uh, doing your own research will help you flush out whether or not what those influencers are talking about is actually genuinely good, or in fact, something to avoid. So there is no substitute for it. Unfortunately, um, the space is full of uh, rug pulls. Um, but with all this being said and done, that research that you'll be doing on those cryptocurrencies will also show you those fantastic projects, those projects that are going to see you with significant gains in the coming years. So guys, not going to mention any more about it, but it's just very important to do your own research. Right, let's take a look at what's been going on here with the projects that we are invested in, right? So just zoom out, we can see that Bitcoin is up 5.5% today and 26.7% in seven days. So a pretty significant run for Bitcoin. Ethereum is not too far behind at 3% um, with 18.5% in the last seven days. Cardano, 2% today. XRP, 12.2% today. The key for XRP, I think, was... Uh, 75.5 cent i believe and um, so that was going to be the area that we were really looking to try to take over we kind of bounced down from there so we didn't quite reach it i don't think today and um, we have polka dot at 4.3 we've got litecoin at 3.8 chain links at 2.6 stellar's at 3.6 and um, theater is actually slightly down at 1.1 in the red and um, we've got v chain 1.9 29.5 percent for the seven days so doing really really well and even theater here actually on uh, the one just above today it is down 1.1 but for seven days it's actually 35.7 so pretty good stuff there and um, we take a look at our grand worm 1.2 today uh, in the green um, the graph slight pullback at 0.4 avax 3.2 in the green hedera slightly down 1.8 elrond down 0.2 um, zcash up 3.8 we've got zilliqa pretty flat today at 0.8 but 27 percent for the previous seven days. Harmony's down 1.5, but 15.5 for the seven days. Um, Anchor's done really well, guys. At 3.4 today, but 41.8 for the previous seven days. So doing really well from that perspective. Fetch AI is down 5%. We've got V4 up 1.9. AGIX up 3.7. Uh, we've got Poly 1.9. Um, slightly down for API 3, uh, but 1.1. Uh, we've got DSLA 7.7 in the green, solves down uh, 0.3, so pretty flat. Uh, Multifax up 2.3. We've got Silo up 1.1. We've got ShopX um, up 10% today, 21% for the previous seven days. Um, there's some interesting things around ShopX and uh, Shopify and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we've got uh, SDAO, Singularity DAO, fantastic project, uh, down 2.2 today, up 20% for the previous seven days. Um, Evi up uh, 1.6, 6.7 for the week, um, so doing really well there. Flare's not yet distributed, nor has Songbird uh, yet, as far as I know. So, um, Pretty much a green day with little pockets of red here and there. Um, if there's anywhere that you might want to kind of consider anything or look a little deeper, um, maybe Fetch AI. But otherwise, for the projects that we're invested in, it's been a pretty green day and uh, pretty profitable across the board there. Um, but Chris, anything else you want to kind of talk about in terms of the market and how it's been, you know, performing today? Well, I mean, it's been good to, to see. Obviously, we, we did say that there was likely to be a pullback. There was. And... Um, I, I expect it to to still be a little bit bumpy along the way, but you know it's it's good to to see, you know I don't know more bullish sentiment in in the market. I think you know it's great to see. It, it really is, isn't it? It's um you know something we've been talking about for a while. Uh, nothing really for us has has changed too much. 
Um, but let's get into what's going on with Bitcoin, right? Because obviously uh, it's, it's been performing interestingly, uh, you know, defying some odds on certain uh, time views, uh, points of view and things like that. So let's jump down to, to the Bitcoin chart and start talking about what's going on there um, and start taking a look at some of these other kind of metrics as well. Let's do it. Okay, guys, so here we have a Bitcoin to the USDT. Uh, I will just quickly zoom out to the weekly. This is where we like to start things off. Um, so we get a good idea as to how things are going and working for us in the longer term, okay? Um, so we obviously have these five impulse waves to the upside, Elliott theory, we've spoken about this numerous times. We have the Fibonacci retracement tool from the all-time high to the low of the correction that we've just had in this fourth wave. And that's projecting out $182,000 as the price prediction here for Bitcoin in this particular cycle, whether that is 2021 or whether that becomes 2022 is yet to be seen. Timing is always the hardest thing to actually gauge. Um, historically speaking, it's always been December. So that's kind of the time frame that we're looking at. But again, you know, we'll have to see how things play out in due course. The other thing that's really important to kind of acknowledge on the weekly chart here is the stochastic relative strength index. Currently, we've actually taken this from 0.12 up to 19.8. Um, so we're coming out of the oversold area on this weekly chart after you know a couple of uh, really good um, closes. So obviously we had last week closing quite significantly, helping push the price up, and we're continuing the growth this week so far. So um, we are coming out of this oversold area on the weekly chart now. As we spoke about previously, when everyone was uh, was expecting Bitcoin to drop down to 20k, say, and um, ultimately when we actually broke the 30k barrier or the support of 30k. Um, fell and we actually went lower than 30k once that had actually happened loads of people were talking about shorting bitcoin taking it down to 20k with that being said what we were talking about was the fact that we were so oversold we we're at 0.12 the only thing that we can do is actually push the price up if we were to expect us to push down now we have not broken $42,000 yet so $42,000 is where we have to see a closed candle above Getting this closed candle above 42, preferably a weekly closed candle above 42K, is going to be the strong signal to really push the price, continuing to push the price up in this fifth wave. If we do not breach this 50, uh, 42K area, then our, my expectations are going to be quite worrisome because we ha now have risen this stochastic relative strength index on this weekly chart. We've risen it enough that we could actually reduce the price Bitcoin down to some newer lower lows. Now, I don't necessarily think this is likely to happen. It's not probable, but it's definitely possible, right? So we have to acknowledge it. it's a possibility now, whereas it was not a possibility when we were down at 30K last time. So right now, obviously bringing the price of Bitcoin up the way that we have done, it allows us to actually fall down a little bit lower if the time were to come and if such a scenario was to unfold. Now, this is important thing to just acknowledge as we go through the charts here, because there's a couple of things that are happening on this stochastic relative strength index that's also quite critical in understanding. Um, so before we get into the, the daily and the hourly, the other thing that I really want to talk about on Bitcoin is obviously we are now being told that actually we're neutral, right? So yesterday, apparently it was fearful. Last week, it was extreme fear. Last month was extreme fear, but today apparently it is neutral, right? As in, we are, um, you know, we, we're okay, we're doing okay, we're not too bad, um, etc. Now, when we actually take a look at the EVI dashboard and we take a look at what this artificial intelligence is telling us from the Bitcoin data, actually, we're very greedy, right? We're up an A1 rating for fear, fear and greed index. This is basically telling us that we're at that top end. 
we've got extreme greed there. Okay, so it's not neutral, uh, not according to the artificial intelligence, um, but at least we're not in that extreme fear area that we're being we're being shielded at the moment either. So um, we are getting a bit of an improvement here on Bitcoin, right? So overall rating is B2. Um, the fear and greed index is up at A1, which is fantastic. Um, but obviously when you're in those um, extreme greed scenarios, obviously that's when you start to expect pullbacks, right? So we are mindful that once we're up A1 rating, it's great, we can start seeing things unfold, but we have to pair this with other technical indicators to understand whether or not we're gonna see pullbacks, right? So it's really important that we acknowledge that. The other thing that's also really important that we start to acknowledge is the difference on the sharp ratio now, right? So the risk to rewards has now changed. Whereas before we were below the 50-day moving average, right? Um, or the 50 moving average here, we've actually now gone above the 50 moving average. This actually now means that we've moved up the ratings, right? So we're actually at B2 rating for the sharp ratio, which means there's less risk to the rewards for Bitcoin. So this is a signaling really good um, recovery coming forward here for Bitcoin. But again, we want to pair this up with other technical indicators as well. But right now, this is looking really interesting. We have no fear, we have extreme greed, in fact, um, coupled with less risk to the rewards for Bitcoin. Um, so investing in Bitcoin is looking quite attractive at this point in time. The only issue that we can actually see from the Avai dashboard and, of course, that artificial intelligence is liquidity. But again, given everything that's been going on with Bitcoin mining, um, lockdown, uh, you know, China uh, kind of clamping down on Bitcoin miners and everyone kind of resetting up operations in places like Kazakhstan. We've seen more um, nodes kind of being spun up in the US, for example. This is gonna slowly get corrected over time. But the profitability in that return on investment, just like the sharp ratio, massively uh, up there at an A1 rating, the best it can be. So from the data here, we've seen no, now I've an understanding that there's extreme greed. We've got good uh, risk to reward ratios. There is liquidity problems, but otherwise that's the only issue that there currently is indicated here for Bitcoin. So when we actually come back into our charts and we start looking at the stochastic on the weekly and we say, okay, we're approaching regular normal trading territory now. We're no longer, you know, oversold. On the weekly, we're getting some corrective action. When we actually drop down into our daily view, this is where we start to see something different, right? Um, and on this daily, we actually start to see that we're at 100 okay, on the stochastic. So it's overbought, okay, and it's being sustained up here and it is continuing to be sustained up in this overbought area. Now, that's not a problem. It can be sustained up there for a period of time, but at some point, this daily stochastic relative strength index is going to have to correct to the downside, okay? Um, so I'm mindful that even though we are low on our weekly, we are incredibly high on our daily chart, okay? Um, so we know and we understand this. We take a look at the volume, we couple this and we can see there is good volume coming in here in line with obviously the fear and greed index not being an extreme fear, but in fact that sentiment is now quite greedy, right? The artificial intelligence is indicating a lot of greed here for Bitcoin. Now, obviously we want to go past the 42K area. Um, and again, we actually could now be putting being pulled back on track for the Wyckoff accumulation. So if we get rejected from this area, uh, we're not looking to go and set new lows according to a Wyckoff accumulation, but we are looking to pull back a little bit before actually going up again and then testing that 42K area. Now, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but we are mindful over what a Wyckoff accumulation pattern looks like and whether or not we're going to pull back before going up to 42K and then having a major pullback, okay? And, and again, the possibilities of going to a new lower low is obviously a part of the one of the variations of a Wyckoff accumulation. So we're mindful of that, but at the moment, the sentiment is very good, so we are still pushing up, but we are over 
bought on this um, daily stochastic relative strength index. Now, because this is a clear trend, we've started to buck and we actually started to push the price up on significant days. It's always good to also take a look at that relative strength index, right? Because the relative strength index is also going to now tell you um, is, is less sensitive to price. So we can see that we've just entered the overbought area here on the relative strength index rather than the stochastic RSI. This is uh, in line again. So we obviously we're overbought on the stochastic. We're also overbought here on the relative strength index. So again, can be sustained for a period of time. We've only just entered this area. So again, we could ride this a little bit more than we have seen so far. But again, we're gonna want to take a look at the hourly to see if that is indicating that we are likely to have a pullback or whether we're going to continue to push to the upside here on Bitcoin. So Right now, it's good to know that where our stochastic relative strength index is and obviously where our relative strength index is. So I will take this one back off again for a second. We'll throw back on the stochastic and then we'll just jump down into our hourly view, okay? So here we obviously have our hours um, for, for Bitcoin and we can actually see that we're back down here in this oversold area, just coming out of it as we continue to push the price up in the last hour here, getting this correction. Retesting the area of 40K as a support line. And this is previously an area of resistance, right? So we can see how this was an area of resistance over here. We can see that we're really struggling to get closed candles above this area, really finding this as a major resistance. Brief breakout coming back down, retesting this area here as resistance and again, just recently this, but now this is the change, right? We can see that we came down to this area, we retested it and it held as a support rather than a resistance line. So now this is actually a key candle for us, um, but we can obviously see that the sentiment is very mixed about this opinion, being up at this high um, and obviously potentially looking at several different indicators and different patterns, this is obviously causing a little bit of uh, disturbance within the sentiment. So right now you've got a bit mixed of opinion. The good news guys is that we saw a bit of a shift here, let me just find it, um, and so the volume was decreasing as we decreased the price here. Um, we had an increase of volume putting the price back down, but matched it with buying volume. And right now the volume is actually quite low in the last hour or so. So again, we're looking to see if this volume now spikes up and starts to take us back up into this overbought area on the stochastic relative strength index back to the upside here, um, as uh, we are trading sideways most recently, right? So um, always good to know that we are low here, um, but high on our daily. These things are then obviously counter, they're um, you know, opposites if you will. So at the moment, this means that we're likely to sustain our daily approach until our hourly is in line with what our daily is telling us. So what we do is we'll uh, also just check against the uh, relative strength index um, and see what that's looking like. So right now you can see how it was coming up to this overbought area, getting rejected from it and coming right the way back down here. And again, this looks like it could potentially push back to the upside at a reasonable area of 57. And we can see that we were overbought when we had this particular run when we were taking that step up. Um, so that's working well. And obviously the correction that you saw here whilst holding and maintaining price was something that we saw on the stochastic happening quite easily and, and reasonably. And again, and this relative strength index was also doing, working really well for us. Now, the other thing that was also quite key I think it was the daily that we had the um, the moving average, the EMA, um, which was uh, we've got a closed candle above and we're, we're looking to see if that was going to have some traction. It seems to have had some traction today. Um, so that's working well. Uh, we can obviously check um, those Bollinger Bands as well to see what's going on. Are we getting squeezed anywhere? Or are we not? Everything here is actually looking pretty reasonable. Retesting this upper band here. But again, this could be testament to just really pushing the price up. And again, one of the things that we can look at is that middle band all the way through this red line that runs through the middle of these Bollinger Bands is also in line with our support line right now. So this is a good tell 
we could start to see some interesting stuff just fall here. So really interesting to see how these kind of things all play out together. But uh, for now, I think Bitcoin's going to continue this sideways trade and take small steps up towards that 42k area. And I think uh, we will be expecting a pullback in the near future. I don't show, not sure when it's going to happen, but we do need our hourly to be in line with our daily for that to really happen. I think we've got a little bit more time ahead of this correction, and it can be a small correction um, that basically can allow us to really take advantage over the price action of Bitcoin. Um, so for now, I will put back on our stochastic as it's indicating that we are nice and low on our daily. Uh, we can obviously see some fantastic uh, opportunities that do lie ahead here. Uh, and again, we'll just throw that EMA. We can see what's going on here. Uh, we just check that. We've got the 50-day uh, EMA as your purple line, uh, 20 EMA is your yellow and 200 is your green. So again, we can take a look that we've got now above the 200 EMA just there. Um, so that's working really well for us as well. So I think ultimately Bitcoin's uh, got a lot going for it at the moment and uh, we are mindful over what is happening on the daily it is not in line with our weekly or our hourly views. Um, so this is the one chart, the daily chart is the one that's the odd one out. And um, so we are mindful over what's going to potentially happen here. Is it going to sustain being nice and high over bought for a significant period of time as our hourly starts to align with our daily. So hopefully you find that a bit useful and informative and uh, what my expectations are for Bitcoin in the next few days is to con continue to kind of take small bite-sized chunks um, out of um, the you know, price expectations as we approach 42K. But I am also mindful that we are likely to have a pullback in the very, very near future. Um, but Chris, is there anything else that you want to add on BTC? Um well, we've seen the first ever Bitcoin-backed real estate loan, which is remarkable. Wow. So, you know, f for me, it just shows even more adoption. And uh, I'm going to keep banging this drum because, you know, I, I just think it's amazing we're seeing all of this stuff transpire. And it's 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 more and more every day that we're, we're, we're starting to, to see, you know, the sponsorships, the... The, the the actors talking you know on on tv series and, and and stuff like that about bitcoin and cryptocurrency and in movies and you know it's it's almost everywhere you, you turn now sport in particular is, is is another one right so yeah i think this is just you know steps that are required we're just waiting for that regulatory clarity i guess for for the space and i think that will come i think there's a few things that the banks need to get over the line um, but yeah, it's just really interesting. Um, but yeah, we do need another 110 likes um, <laughs> in the next seven minutes if we're going to go longer than than half an hour. So uh, get mashing that like button, guys. That's awesome. Fantastic. Um, so Chris, do you want to get into the live chat, see what's been going on? Yeah, let's uh, let's have a look. So we've actually got a super chat. Um, I can't see it on my screen. Has it come up on yours? Uh, Mr. Cray, fantastic name. Um, can we have a look at Trias um, update, please? Or can we have a Trias update, please? Um, what do you want to know about it? Is there any updates that you're aware of, Chris? Or shall I just jump into the TA I think side? this be TA, uh, Nick. Okay, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay, so here we are, paired with Tether, daily chart, KuCoin is the data source. Now, uh, we do have a Fibonacci retracement tool. Um, again, this is running from the high that was set over here 
on the 9th of May um, and the low that was recently set down here on the 20th of July. Okay, and this basically is indicating there's a potential rise um, during the next leg, uh, which could see $127 as your kind of top end. Um, current rating uh, or current value is uh, $4.14. Um, but obviously there is limited amount of data um, for this project, right? So here we are on the weekly chart and we can see that we're oversold on the weekly chart, but it's really hard to say that there's a, you know, there's insufficient data to really give us a good solid picture of what to expect, right? Um, so obviously we have a little bit more from our daily view, but again, we have an oversold stochastic relative strength index on our weekly over bought on our daily. We'll jump down into our hourly and the same way that we're talking about Bitcoin, we have a same scenario here, right? we basically have a scenario where we've gone back into this oversold area. So again, it basically means that we're more than likely going to continue trading sideways. We're going to sustain being overbought on our daily just for a little bit longer until we kind of get things aligned up a little bit. So ultimately mirroring what Bitcoin is doing, you can kind of see the pattern, the first leg up, sideways trade, a little bit more, then sideways trade again and again. Um, but ultimately we're, we're going to continue this pattern, I would have thought. Now, uh, the volumes are going to be the, the, the big key issue, right? We can see there are significant uh, portions being dropped in the market, really affecting the price. You can see that here. Uh, and when we actually go to head and move the price up, we can see there's a little bit of volume, but not too much. Now, this was a good move. We saw a little bit of good volume growing over the hours. Um, and most recently, these sideways trades here, you saw basically volume decrease come up, decrease, they come up and then come down again. So this is basically indicative of continuous sideways trading at this point. But let's go ahead and just throw on a few additional things. We'll take a look at those EMAs. We can see that we've got a little bit of work ahead of us um, to kind of get these under control a little bit here on the hourly, but we'll have a look at those on the, the uh the daily shortly. Now have a look at those Bollinger Bands. We can get see we're getting nice and tight. Here we're getting a bit of a squeeze. Um, so again, what we saw over here was a squeeze before falling down. So we'll just be mindful over what is happening at this point, considering where we are on the stochastic relative strength index as more of an indication to push to the upside. But again, we'll have to be mindful. It might be something like this, or it might be something like this. Okay, so as we get squeezed in here, it's always important to know that we have this potential here, considering our current position, where we were when we had this squeeze going on is right where we are right now. These are higher probability that we're pushed to the upside here. Um, but again, if that volume doesn't come in behind these and we don't have a significant kind of growth with the volume as we push the price to the upside then the chances are we'll continue this sideways trade we won't be taking any major milestones anytime soon and um, so we are mindful over that now let's just jump back up into our daily view and there's obviously um, a couple of things on here that's probably worth noting right so I'd say that this support line at um, $3.43 is a pretty good strong support line. We can see that was an area over here that we were kind of testing quite heavily. And then obviously we tested it over here and then we kind of broke it very briefly and then moved the price back up, really consolidated on this support line and then moved up again. So if we were to, to kind of think about any significant kind of pullbacks from our current $4.16, then a $3.43 seems a pretty sensible area for us now obviously on this journey i'm going to just quickly move this over here for a second just move that fibonacci out of the way and we'll throw on an additional one right so what we look for is basically a push up and then the basic push down right or the, the pullback and um, so what we're looking for is this particular run here where we actually started to see this run 
here. Okay, so basically this high, we kind of pushed back, tried to come up, but we kept falling down. And in fact, it might be a tad too high. I might actually go with this one as our immediate kind of thought pattern. That aligns quite nicely to our scenario. Um, so let's just shoot on down here and take a look at this. Okay, so this Fibonacci retracement tool, if I just get this on the nail there, we can see how we're kind of coming up here, really um, wicking out towards the 236, pushing past, retesting down on the 236, and really now wicking up against the 382. For us uh, and the next kind of leg and the milestone for this particular project, it's going to be right here. Okay, so basically what we're looking for is to kind of come into this yellow box area around the 618, the 702, and the 786. And what we'll look for is to basically come in push up into here, probably get rejected from the 702, just find support on the 618 and then push back up again. And we'll want to get a closed candle out of this area. This closed candle will really help with the recovery action. Um, but until you get into this area here and you can see how everything else, all these other kind of RSIs and the volumes and the sentiment are affecting things, uh, will you know whether or not you're going to get rejected from this yellow box or whether or not you're going to continue the push to the upside. Um, so what we're looking for is obviously a closed candle um, basically above $6.39. Anywhere in that kind of area there should be a pretty good strong signal to continue the motion to the upside here for this project. Uh, until that happens, I think we're going to struggle for a while. Um, but that being said, I think on the hourly, it's is basically showing that we're going to continue sideways trading. And on this daily chart, we're looking to basically lower this stochastic relative strength index from this overbought area and try to get it corrected. Now, those corrections can be fast, they can be swift, uh, and sometimes they can take a bit of time. And what we'll do is we'll just also check while we're here that um, you know, relative strength index. This is indicating that we have plenty of room to grow, okay? But that ultimately that sentiment, that volume is going to be required if we really want to take this into that overbought area. So everything right now on this project is uh, is indicating that we should be cautious, but I think um, it has some serious potential um, in the charts longer term as well. So it's always been mindful over the longer term plays. Um, so I'm going to quickly remove this chart and I'll pull this one back over here. Um, so we are mindful of that. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I think longer term, you know, we have some price expectations, some price targets, um, but we do have to obviously be aware that these are long-term goals. These are targets that are going to happen in months to come, not uh, days or in the next kind of week or so. Okay, so we have to be realistic about things. The yellow box area here is going to be the immediate targets for us to really be paying attention to on the shorter terms. Get this closed candle above here. This will be the correction that starts to see things really start moving. And as we go ahead and talk about these uh, these price targets next. Super, really like this project. Think it's going to do pretty well. Um, so we're at 200 likes, Nick. Uh, it's disappointing. There's 330 people on the stream another 50 likes and we, we'll continue to to go um i've put a poll up what would you like to see ta on we've got atom anchor one or link um yeah and has anyone noticed yet chris i i don't know nobody said anything no one said anything it's amazing um but the first that would be the fastest wardrobe changing i've seen you ever do <laughs> <laughs> i know yeah exactly um, but yeah, guys, 50 more likes. It's less than that now. And uh, we'll keep going. We'll end the poll if uh, if we can get there in the next, I don't know, let's say one minute. What else is going on in the live chat though, Chris? Uh, can we check Cardano? Um, someone wanted Hydra, uh, TA, TA on Hydra. Meta Heroes doing fantastic so far. And uh, we really like Meta Hero, don't we, Nick? We're not invested yet. 
just not, to be not invested really yet. Transparent. But, um, as far as projects goes, with what they're trying to do, there's a lot of there's a lot of potential in that if we think about the use case and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, pretty cool stuff. Definitely. Um, what else we got here? Um, Harmony three dollars tomorrow. <laughs> uh, that would be remarkable. Uh, if we get what another what is it twenty two likes, we might you know have a look at the uh, Harmony chart and uh, see what's cracking with with potential of three dollars tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I have to <laughs> say not. though. Um... The pool's been doing interesting things lately. Uh, do you want to talk through? Do you want to talk through that? We can do, yeah. So um, we've actually seen a bit of a shift in harmony staking as a whole. Validators are generally earning less and less rewards. Um, we're kind of averaging around. I mean, most pools are ho hovering around the nine percent now. Um, some of the larger pools may be a little bit lower than that. Um, but we have made a bit of a, a strategic decision to shift over uh, into shard zero. That's currently um underpopulated not enough people are running shard zero because it's very expensive to run um it takes a lot of bandwidth all that kind of stuff um so what we've done is we've basically set up a server dedicated to shard zero uh, and we're running on that so the hope here is that it will actually give us a bit of a boost to our delegators uh, in terms of returns so we can, we can get above that new average of nine percent and uh, see if we can get some decent rewards for everyone who has delegated to the cheeky one pool which would be fantastic uh, as we always try to do we always strive to try to make sure we have the maximum returns possible for you guys um, so we are we're always constantly evolving and changing the strategies around the pool to make sure that we hit that maximum number now there were a couple of uh, issues when we started to shift over to shard zero uh, and we did actually drop down for i think it was two epochs but we got right back up there today uh, and we we're actually operating at 99.9 percent .9 sign rate uh, across uh, 10 slots on shard zero so um i'm super excited to see how that plays out hopefully that'll be really good and um we will uh, we'll count uh, to see if we can get those rewards up yeah and um you forgot to mention nick it's um yeah we, we've got the fifty-two thousand harmony one airdrop that we're also doing for for the harmony pool right so if you're delegating to to our harmony pool ticker is cheeky one um, you're automatically entered into to, to the airdrop draw. So every week we're going to um, airdrop a random delegator, 1,000 Harmony One, every week, 52 weeks, so a solid year. Um, so, you know, not only are you making a passive income, you've also got the opportunity to, to be airdropped as, as well. And it's completely done randomly, right? Um, and we're very transparent. Uh, on Twitter, we will put out the uh, link showing the transaction each week and we do this on a monday so if you're not delegated come over jump in the pool uh, make a passive income make your crypto work hard for you and uh, you're automatically entered into the draw and with that said nick we've just smashed 250 likes that took way longer than i was expecting um <laughs> so should we end the poll uh the poll even not the poll. End, end, end ending the poll not, the <laughs> um not after the amount of expense that we've had on new servers um Let's end the poll. Okay, so basically mm -hmm. we want to do some TA on... I mean, we, we actually extended, right? We gave you an extra five minutes. That's, I know. That's just disappointing. But um... We're so kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's all, all good, all in good fun uh, and all that kind of stuff. So let's, um, let's do some TA on Harmony One and see what's going on and what the expectations are and all of that kind of good stuff. Let's do it. 
Okay, guys, so since Harmony 1 did win the poll, uh, 36%, which isn't too bad. I mean, Link got close at uh, 29. Um, but let's see what technical analysis we can do here for Harmony 1. So we're going to start on the weekly, as we usually do. It is paired against USDT. Um, and Binance, of course, is the data source for us here. Now, obviously, there's a lot going on on our weekly chart. One, uh, we've got two trend lines to the upside. This is something that really kick-started back in March of 2020. We can see there was a good upward trend line forming. We broke down, we found the low, and there was an upward trend line here that we got retested during the low of the second wave as well. Now, the five impulse waves to the upside, Elliott Theory, started during the mat crash of March 2020. Um, wave one really peaked out in August of 2020. Loads of all-time highs were being set by back then as well. We bottomed out actually down here. Um, so that would actually be October of 2020 and then just traded sideways for a bit. Um, and then we went into wave three, right? And wave three basically really kind of peaked up in March of 2021. Um, and that's really a significant point, right? Because we take a look at what, where we were down here during the crash of March 2020 and we look at the peak of wave 20, uh, of March 2021 in, in wave three, that was 18,943% from you know a one-year investment that's not bad that's not bad at all and there's no bank i'm aware of that would give you nigh on nineteen thousand percent apy so that's pretty cool and it's good to see that kind of return on investment um, in just one year now obviously wave four has come in and corrected significantly uh, but this would be to be kind of expected right um wave two is usually a 60 percent move of wave one and wave four is usually a 40% move of wave three. Now, we've actually slightly overextended that stereotypical 40%. So the correction on wave four was a little bit more than a lot of people maybe were expecting. And again, this is what really tested that stock to flow model for Bitcoin and why so many people were calling out a bear market, right? And I think so many people are still thinking we're in a bear market. And in fact, we're in a, a bull trap right now uh, and all that kind of stuff. Now, this to me just lines up with Elliott theory and no, you know, Ultimately, there was the possibility of dropping down lower just because it's normally 40% doesn't mean that it's always 40%. So where we are is, is kind of acceptable. It's well within the realms. And we tested our trend line. Okay, this is a significant point to also reference this area that we were testing here, testing here, retesting over here. We got tested here and here. Okay, so basically all these weeks were key points for Harmony and we were testing key technical levels and our trend still held up. So there was the buy zone. This is the yellow box down here. So some members would know that that is the area that we were accumulating large portions of Harmony 1. Uh, and again, that I don't think we'll be coming back into these areas. Um, now it is below our trend line. So as long as our trend line holds, we are going to be good for this fifth wave. The next key area is this yellow box just up here where we have to get a closed candle about 13 cent. If we can get a closed candle at 13 cent, then that's going to be really strong signal to push us up into the price discovery for Harmony One. Um, so lots going on here, loads of things to look forward to, and uh, we're going to get into them more here and now in a moment. The other thing that on this weekly chart that's uh, also worth noting is that stochastic relative strength index. Okay, the stochastic right now is down here at 6.9, so it is oversold. We can also see where it was during this wave two, and we can see that it bottomed out over here, where it was down at this point here, which was actually at 1.9, so very, very low. We can also see where it was during the crash of March 2020, and again, 4.2. So we know that where we were at the bottom of wave one, where we were at the bottom of wave two, 
is where we are now at the bottom of wave four. So the expectations, guys, would be the equivalent of wave one, wave three, and obviously we're talking about that wave five. So we're looking to push the stochastic relative strength index up to, of course, that overbought area, like we did with wave three, like we did with wave one. So everything's looking pretty good for the long-term piece. Everything's on track. And again, we're not talking about easy money here. We're not talking about get rich quick. This is something that's going to take probably the rest of this year going into the beginning of next year. Um, so be mindful. This is a long-term play. It's not something you're going to see happen within one or two weeks. Right. With that said, let's, um, let's jump down into the next level. Let's take a look at the hourly view. Sorry, the daily view, that's where I am. Um, so on this daily view, uh, obviously we have the Fibonacci retracement tool. The Fibonacci retracement tool goes from the high, the peak of wave three and down to the low of wave four, right? This whole entire correction. This then indicates to us some interesting areas and price expectations for that fifth wave. The first one being the 1.618 is 33.3 cent. The second one, the 2.618 is 51.1 cent. 3.618 comes in at 68.8 cent. And then at the top, the peak would be about 4.236. Um, and that is 79.8 cent. Now, we've obviously been speaking a lot about over the years, uh, over the years, but over the months um, of, you know, basically Harmony One going to a dollar. It's a nice psychological level that I feel that we should be aiming for. That being said, the technicals here does not currently support this move. It supports 80 cent, okay, just under 80 cent. So an extra 20 cent move is something that would require something different, something that we haven't seen yet. But obviously Harmony themselves are a project that are still developing lots of fantastic things. So my expectations are that if we want to see a dollar, then something new must happen fundamentally that helps with adoption to drive the project further. Maybe a marketing team starts to actually do something different and maybe there's new uh, adoption of Harmony. Maybe there's some new uh, bridges to new chains and things like that, right? So something fundamentally might come along and actually take us from this high area of 80 cent up to that dollar level, maybe beyond, right? Um, but I am mindful that I don't think we're likely to go ahead of $1 this cycle, um, but it's a nice psychological target to have. That being said, these are the targets that technically are being indicated to us. And it's important that we lock profits in on some of these key areas as we go and approach them and as we move the price up. We don't tend to wait and you know for, for a magic number to kind of get hit before selling. Ultimately, you'll eventually come down into a bear market and you'll want to accumulate bigger positions. So it's good to sell on the way up and then buy on the way down and uh, buy at some key pullback areas. So do join us for the bear market if you want to know more about the longer term plays. Okay, so on here, we can obviously see that our stochastic is into the overbought area, right? So weekly is oversold, but the daily, just like Bitcoin, is overbought. So this obviously is, uh, you know, the opposite to what we're seeing from the longer term piece. But again, we'll be expecting a bit of a pullback and it can be happening fast. It can happen slow. We'll have to see how that kind of plays out. But with um, Harmony here, and the expectation on the daily would be to pull it back down and to bring the price down a little bit. Now, the price doesn't have to fall um, in order to get the stochastic to all the way down to the oversold area. In fact, you can trade sideways whilst you drop that momentum out of that stochastic relative strength index. So we obviously want to be watching and monitoring the price here of Harmony One very, very closely. With that being said, ultimately, we are following Bitcoin's moves. So if Bitcoin decides to continue what it is currently doing and keep a consistent overbought area on the daily by basically playing around with the hourly chart, 
then we can continue the growth of Harmony here. But at some point in the near future, we are going to have to have a correction on the dailies, right? Bitcoin is indicating it requires a correction on the daily. Um, and this is both on the relative strength index and the stochastic RSI as well. So Harmony is no exception to that. Let's jump down into our hourly view. Um, and also here we can just take a look and see what's going on, right? So here we can actually see that we're at about a midway point as we trade sideways, right? So we're trading sideways just here uh, and we can see that we're about midway through uh, 60 level on that stochastic relative strength index. So right away we know that uh, we've, we're basically trading sideways, we're losing momentum uh, and all that kind of good stuff. Now at this point here we can also just reference that EVI dashboard, we'll just jump over to Harmony um, and we'll just see what's going on, see if there's something that's causing this because Unlike Bitcoin, what we can see here is momentum loss whilst we're continuing to trade sideways. Um, and basically there's a bit of a trend here. You can just kind of see it briefly forming. It's a bit of a downward trend, right? We can kind of see this on this hourly, right? So we want to be paying attention, right? There's a downward trend there, but there's also an upward trend over here, right? So we can look at these things and we say, okay, well, that's going to be a narrowing triangular wedge, but is there anything that the artificial intelligence can tell us that is going to be telling us, you know, potentially to worry or to get excited, right? So obviously liquidity is a problem, um, you know, for Harmony One, uh, you know, these exchanges, they, they tend to um, prevent you from depositing or prevent you from withdrawing um, multiple times during the week and the months. It's hard to keep count as to whether Binance is allowing it at the minute or not. Um, so liquidity is a problem, but it is a problem for most coins at the moment anyway. The fear and greed index, right? This is an important one. It's at C1. We take a look at this at being neutral on the generalized fear and greed index. And then we take a look at the artificial intelligence fear and greed index for Harmony specifically, and it's at C1. Now, I would say a B2 to B3 is probably neutral. A C1 is actually probably fear. So I would say actually we're in a, a scenario where there's actually fear in the market for harmony. And I think that's also represented in the most recent kind of downward trend here, right? So the artificial intelligence I don't think is wrong. I think it's pretty bang on saying that there's a reasonable amount of fear here for harmony. Now we can obviously check the volumes and we can see what's been going on with the volume. Does the volume support um, that kind of narrative? And we take a look, right? We see there's a reasonable amount of volume here for selling um, and the volumes haven't really improved whilst we've pushed the price up tiny little bit of volume, but it's lower than the selling volume, right? So I'd say that's in line with the sentiment being fearful. So I think the artificial intelligence has that nailed. The sharp ratio, so the risk to rewards, now we're starting to see some interesting things go on here, right? So we can see that the 50 day average, and we can obviously see that's the red line. The green line is the sharp ratio, the risk to rewards. We've been below the 50 moving average pretty much during what we call the, the phase four or wave four correction. Um, you might call it a bear market within a bull market. You might call it a bear phase, whatever you call it. That's ultimately where we've been. The sharp ratio has been indicating there's risk to rewards during this phase but we are starting to see a switch. We're about to cross over that 50 moving average and that sharp ratio is going to indicate that actually it might be worth investing in this project. So that's an interesting piece of analysis there. Um, so guys, if you haven't signed up to Evi, check it out because you're gonna get some pretty decent insights about these projects. And the artificial intelligence will tell you before it actually happens because it's looking at the data and then is reporting on that data. It updates once a day at midnight, so check that out and you'll be able to see if this sharp ratio is going to be indicating positively or negatively. And again, with um, our fear, does that change in line? Now, currently rated at B3 overall, that's 
not too bad. And uh, I think Harmony One is definitely going to do well this year. Um, but it does need to have a couple of areas of improvement. Obviously, the sharp ratio I think is coming, um, and I think that liquidity problem needs to get resolved. Um, you know, specifically with these exchanges, that is a bit of an annoyance for us, really. Um, but otherwise, everything on the buy side looks okay. So when we jump back into here, we can obviously see a bit of a narrowing wedge, and we can see that uh, I think you know if this was to continue. Uh, with the volume dropping the way that it has done just down here, we can see there's a, a decline in volume as we also decline our um, price here. This could lead to a pretty interesting kind of breakout event. Now, if we bow those Bollinger Bands on, we can see that we're getting into a tight wedge. We can see that happening here, but we are currently below that midway point. So we're mindful of that. We need to breach this midway point on these Bollinger Bands uh, and also find this uh, wedge, right? So this is one over here where we're kind of getting wedged in. Um, into the Bollinger Bands, but we're also getting wedged into this triangular wedge here as well on the trend line. So what we're looking for in this particular scenario is to find us actually bouncing off the lower band and really pushing up into the upper band here and then breaking out of this trend. If we can get that trend broken, I think we're going to be in a pretty decent position to continue this motion up towards 7.9 cent. This is an area that we were targeting previously, but we were unable to sustain. And this is because we were overbought and we did need to have a correction here on the hourly. And this volume that came in was quite high volume in terms of selling. So we had a pretty steep correction here for Harmony. Um, but this is pretty good news, I think, uh, ultimately where we are. Um, but we do need to see a decent volume come in as we approach this wedge over here, which would be um, pretty much by midday tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon, we should kind of know which way we're going off. We're kind of come down and test our support of 6.7 or whether or not we're going to test the resistance of 7.9. So Harmony One's got some interesting days ahead of it, but again, be mindful over Bitcoin um, as it is leading the pack at the moment. So if Bitcoin decides it wants to, to have a pullback, then unfortunately, no matter where Harmony is in the chart, it is likely to pull back. It might be sustained, it might not um, receive as much damage, but a pullback would be expected under those circumstances. Otherwise, Harmony doing really well, and my expectations are that it will continue to do well as well well super gotta love that nick gotta love it um okay right so uh what have we got in the live chat here lots of people asking for for cardano but we have had a super chat really appreciate that mtv plus silo price predictions for 2021 great show <laughs> so what are your thoughts on on that nick obviously you, we, we've covered mtv a couple of times so maybe just start with that one yeah, so I mean, MTV, um, ultimately, I feel is going to be just shy of 10 cent. I feel that's pretty much where it's going to peak out um, this particular cycle, unless something absolutely miraculous happens, um, some fantastic marketing coupled with some fundamental stuff. Um, I think that's the expectations to really be having. Um, in terms of silo, pretty much the same kind of scenario, right? Um, that being said, I do think that silo has huge potential right so um we start thinking about um what silo is doing uh, in the same way that mtv right um is doing they're fantastic projects both of them i would like to think silo can go quite comfortably to a dollar i know it can quite comfortably go to a dollar um and eventually it'll even breach that i think though if we're super realistic about it i think we have to be thinking somewhere between kind of 10 and 20 cent um but again these micro cap coins have the ability to completely surprise you because the technicals only really indicate what's currently been happening at a micro scale. And the second that you start to get some decent traction on a project, 
before you know it, like Harmony, you've seen 19,000% on growth, right? Um, so although there are some reasonable expectations to be had, I'm also super excited to see if these technicals get completely blown out of the water with some actual adoption on these micro cap coins. But where do you sit on this? Yeah, very similar to yourself, Nick. I mean, I'm slightly more bullish on MTV longer term, um, but I think they they need to to do some work on on the marketing, right? So uh, obviously we've we've had a call with with the the CEO um, of MTV, uh, just a, a chat, nothing more, just to find out a little bit more about the project. And um, you know, it's clear from from that conversation that we had that they've been solely focused on on the tech and building and they're now getting to that point where they want to start working on on the marketing side of things and we're more than happy to to help with that so if you're watching uh or you know you're you're one of the mtv team and you happen to be watching or a follower um we would love to do some 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 support around marketing for for mtv as the same would be said for for silo we love both these projects um but yeah like they're both going to do remarkably well i think we need to be really realistic and for, for me i'd rather be realistic and have our realistic targets absolutely blown out of the water rather than say we expect a dollar this cycle and then have a bit of disappointment if it doesn't quite make it there um so that would be my stance on it um Going back to, to like Harmony One, I expect Harmony One to 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 hit a dollar um, this cycle, you know, quite comfortably. And you know, when when you think MTV is also sharding sharding protocol, um, you you consider how far behind they are with the marketing piece to to Harmony, for example. You know, there's a lot of ground to to be made up. So that's not to say that it can't be done, and that you know the the tech is amazing for for MTV. Um, and it's clear that they've been dedicating a lot of time to it. But the marketing and the adoption it is the main thing, right? If you don't get the adoption and you don't, you know, do the marketing right, you're, you're not going to get that adoption. So it, it's one of those. Um, and the reason why I don't think you, you, you'll get the adoption is I don't think people in this market are really focused on the tech. They're not focused on what the project's doing. A lot of people were just like going with the the crowd. That that's my opinion. Um, not everybody, you know. We've got lots of people that go do their own research, but then actually we've got a lot of people that just watch a YouTube video, and just because you know BitBoy's talking about it or Altcoin Daily's talking about it or Coin Bureau's talking about it, they go buy it up. I mean, you just have to look at AMP to to see. Mm -hmm what's happening there and it's a rumor and it's nothing more than that and actually amazon have come out and said that they're not looking at um you know taking bit bitcoin payments which you know i don't believe that that's true i, I really do believe that they are um and that, that it's going to be happening sooner rather than than later and when i say that i think it'll be happening this year but do i think amp's going to have anything to do with that not really hmm. True. Um, but there's a couple of other super chats here, Chris, uh, before we do finish the stream, because we've only got six minutes left. Um, we've got uh, Moose Knuckle to the Outer Rings of Jupiter. Never heard of the project, you? No, never heard of it. <laughs> but there you go. Um, and then Maybe Pete... we need to. Maybe we need to, Maybe though. <laughs> yeah. If it's going to, to Jupiter, it seems like a pretty cool place. I'll go there. But Peter B, um, the silent DSLA. Now, I love DSLA fantastic yeah. project now micro cap obviously 
Yeah, this one is like a silent assassin, isn't it? It's <laughs> they're going about their business, you know, hidden. Um, you know, is the way that I would describe it. And um, you know, it's a funny story how we stumbled across DSLA um, because it was through researching a number of other projects, wasn't it, Nick? And uh, I kept saying to to Nick, I was like, I keep seeing this project popping up, DSLA. Like it's come up so many times I need to to actually do some further research on it. And um, you know, we've had the founder on on the show as well. And um, yeah, it's a great project. It is, is right. And uh, I think what they're doing is not just for the crypto space, but also real world businesses and organizations that could uh, who currently are using service level agreements and moving them into a decentralized service level agreement. I, I think it, it has so much potential. It really does. Um, yeah, I think it's got a bright future ahead of it and it's going to be fantastic to see how it all kind of plays out. Yeah, I just hope that, you know, those those haters that leave all the horrible comments uh, are taking notice, right? Um, that you've still got opportunity to get into projects that we're uh, supposedly shilling because <laughs> um, we are talking about them as we invest in them, right? Um, so, you know, no, no shilling here. We're not um, paid to talk about these projects. Not at all. And we see in the live chat, Meta Hero. Um, Hero is the next Muna. Um, I think Hero is a Meta Hero in itself. It's going to be fantastic. I think it's going to do well this year, but let's think about the future um, because they've got a lot of work ahead of them in order to actually deliver what they're they're setting out to do, right? But the idea, the concept of, you know, having 3D avatars of yourself in games or on blockchain and all that kind of stuff is... Um, you know, it's definitely something that we want to be paying attention to, um, but let's not expect huge moves this year, I don't think. I think it would do well, um, but I think it would do even better in the future. Not sure if you agree with that, Chris. Yeah, no, I, I really do. Um, it looks like a phenomenal project, and um, yeah, we will be invested in it, I'm sure. Um, there's just uh, more pressing matters at hand currently. Um Okay, uh, another super chat here, Nick. Uh, really appreciate that. Cardano, please check it out. I guess this is TA. So should we do Cardano, follow it up with VeChain, and then we're done? Um, we might just have time for Cardano. So uh, VeChain may have to wait. I don't know. We'll have to see how we get on. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have to stick around now. Um, okay, cool. Let's, let's jump down into Cardano first and then uh, see what, what happens. Let's do it. Okay, guys, so here we have Cardano to the USDT, uh, weekly chart, Binance as a data source, usual kind of stuff. Um, and again, also worth noting, um, again, this is actually a really nice and neat example of, um, you know, five impulse waves to the upside. It's a really nice, neat example of Elliott theory. Um, the interesting thing with the Cardano side is obviously the length of wave two and the length of wave four. Okay, because wave two should be a 50 to 60% move of wave one and wave four should be a 40% move of wave three. Now, obviously what you see here is significantly less than that. So Cardano has actually performed better than maybe expected, right? Or has more room to potentially fall down into should that time come. That being said, on this weekly chart, we have a stochastic relative strength index at 2.8. So it's heavily oversold. So the expectations here is it hasn't really got too much further to fall. Instead, it has a lot more growth in it than downward potential. So that's obviously a positive for the fifth wave and it would end this very, very neat and tidy 
Elliott Theory 5 impulse waves. So pretty cool to, to note those kind of things. Um, obviously, the price expectation for us on this chart, um, the technicals are indicating $7.20. Um, we like to think of a nice theoretical $10, seems a pretty comfortable area. Um, but again, with everything that's going on for Cardano in terms of Alonzo Hardfork and what that means for smart contract functionality as it ushers in smart contracts and the Gogan era, that has huge implications on the technical data, right? So technicals only really see what's happened so far Whereas we know what's kind of coming, and there's obviously a certain amount of um, you know price expectation that's currently already happened, and price discovery that's happened is about what's coming in the future. But what happens when we actually land this functionality? We get new projects that are not yet even launched that are being built for Cardano, and once we that has actually once those projects actually launch on the ecosystem itself, and you see a hundred companies move from Ethereum over to the Cardano ecosystem. And of course, you see millions of people onboarding from Ethiopia onto the ecosystem. These are things that the technicals don't know yet. What does that mean for price discovery? Because every time you transact on the ecosystem, you require ADA. Um, so ultimately, does $10 seem reasonable to you? Does $10 seem too cheap to you? We've got a $15 level, we've got a $20 level. No one knows the answer to these. We can speculate forever. What we do know at this particular point in time is the technical data is indicating $7.20. I feel that's low, but it could be $7.20 and that could be all that we see. That being said, my expectations are that we at least hit 10. So interesting times ahead for Cardano in terms of price predictions and price expectations. Let's jump down into our daily view. Here you can see the Fibonacci retracement tool, $7.20 clearly marked as the 4.236. I uh, don't just pluck the numbers, they, they're there. Um, and obviously that $10 range is the yellow line. Okay, so that being said, we can jump down into the most recent kind of trades. We can see a head and shoulder pattern here. We obviously had that neck that we kind of fell down from. That neckline, we actually breached this neckline, but we're yet to actually get the closed candle above the neckline. So it's an important thing to note here on the week, uh, on the daily chart, right? We haven't got above the neckline just yet. The other thing, obviously, on this daily chart is that we're overbought on that stochastic relative strength index. So we're mindful that being overbought here, we are due a correction. We look for good strong support on that journey. We can see there's a good level just down here at $1.19. Okay, so we're mindful over that. And also that $1.28 is, of course, the support that we should be holding on our hourly. So at the moment, we're actually just below that. Um, so let's take this out and drop on our relative strength index just for cross-reference and comparison. Here we can see that we're not overbought. Um, so this basically is indicating that the relative strength index, if we are in a new upward trend, has a lot more room to grow to the upside. So we, this is a pretty cool and positive kind of site um, because eventually we are going to want to stop using that stochastic relative strength index as it is more sensitive to price movements. And when we're in a trend, we want to use the relative strength index. So on this daily chart, if this is a new trend that's formed, which it could well be, then this is a good indication that we have plenty of room to grow. With that being said, we like to obviously reference the volume and we can see that the volumes are very, very low. We can obviously know that are we in a kind of general neutral kind of position on the fear and greed index. What does the artificial intelligence tell us about Cardano? We'll just do a quick check on this. And we can see that the fear and greed index is at C1. I'd say that's pretty, pretty reasonable. I think that's fear. I wouldn't say it was neutral. I'd say that was fear. So I'd be mindful over what's going on there. 
and we can see there's a bit of a spike. Um, we have moving average, still a problem. Um, the sharp ratio is closing in, so we can just take a quick look at that. We can see how we're basically going to start getting a positive sharp ratio now. So the risk rewards for holding Cardano are pretty much going to start getting corrected and start looking very, very positive. So that's a good sign. So my expectations would be that actually Cardano's overall rating will probably increase on the back of the artificial intelligence, unless there's something I don't know about um, looking at these indicators right now. We can see the profitability is still up there in A1, so that's looking good. But there are some liquidity issues. But again, I think that's going to be down to a couple of things. One, obviously, being a, the world's most decentralized network. So much of it is actually staked. It's delegated, right? Um, so it's not necessarily available on exchanges. Um, so yeah, I think ultimately there's so much going on with this AMI-HUD ratio. Um, I really want to kind of dig into what's going on with these exchanges in a little bit more detail. Um, but otherwise, overall, C1 rating, not too bad for Cardano. And the AI is basically saying that there's fear for Cardano, so I'll be mindful over that. The sharp ratio is about to look pretty good. The moving averages, I think, are going to get a good return on those as well. So let's jump back into our chart here. So we can obviously see that we're having a bit of a red moment here. We've got plenty of room on our relative strength index. We're overbought on our stochastic. Um, so let's jump down into our hourly, right? see what's going on right so obviously we've been consolidating around our support level and resistance level of $1.28 kind of flipping it between resistance and support and resistance and then support and then resistance again there seems to be a new kind of support uh, just kind of forming here on the chart and um, this one comes in at $1.25 so I'll be mindful over that we've got a couple of wicks standing down here finding good support there but it's also attested over here as well uh, and here so this seems to be a pretty reasonable area um, to be kind of holding out for so that's the new kind of uh, lower area there now obviously during this particular correction in terms of that fear that we're speaking about from the artificial intelligence here you can see these kind of last two hours right we take a look at the volume and actually it's decreasing volume at the moment so that's actually an interesting move to say that we're running out of momentum here um, so when we actually take off the um, because we're trading sideways we think we can agree that's a sideways trade the relative strength index isn't the best we'll go ahead and just put on that stochastic and the stochastic is showing that we've lost that momentum and this is quite indi indicated here as well within that volume so right now we're actually approaching this oversold area there is plenty potential to actually grow the price of cardano's ada here as well so looking to get above that $1.28 probably in the next few hours that seems like a pretty reasonable expectation and um, but again be mindful over what bitcoin does it is kind of leading the way although cardano has got a lot of areas of support it has to crash through if we're going to fall down lower and um, we take a look at the history here we can kind of see we've been in pretty good stead and there is a bit of an upward trend forming I'm not sure if it's going to track all that way. Um, let me just pop that onto there and see if we can get this lined up. Um, yeah, not the best. I mean, there's definitely something in that. Um, let me pop it up here and see if we can get that. So there's a bit of a trend there. Um, and again, like we've said previously, there's also a bit of a downward trend as well. Um, you can obviously see that there. So again, triangular wedge forming. Don't like to, to use trend lines specifically on such small time frames but i would be mindful over that kind of pattern that's forming um, and obviously where we are on this stochastic relative strength index and of course on that relative strength index everything's looking pretty good for another swing to the upside which means that our daily is going to be sustained in this overbought area for a bit longer as we continue to potentially just find a, a nice stable area around this neckline of our head and shoulder pattern that we're yet to breach above i think if we can get everything lined up for a nice move above that head and shoulders then we should be looking to get to one dollar 44 um shortly after that as well i think ultimately it's always mindful there's lots going on on these shorter time 
time frames, right? Um, and you can kind of get yourselves lost in knowing what's going on on the hourly or the, the daily, right? But for me, as an investor, I like to keep a good view on what is going on on the bigger picture, right? What is the end goal? Where are we going? And how long is it going to take to get there? So by the beginning of 2022, my price expectations would be $7.20, $10. Obviously, timing is the hardest thing to gauge, but that's going to be the price expectation. And then after that, once we enter the bull, uh, the bear market, I should say, my expectations would be that Cardano's price would fall by at least 50%. So if we go to $10, expect $5 Cardano ADA. Um, and it might even go down much lower. It might be 60 or 70% by the time it bottoms. But ultimately, join us in the bear market. We'll look at all the strategies around how we accumulate, how we do dollar cost averaging, finding the best entry points, and we accumulate over the bear market for the next bull run, which will be another fantastic set of price expectations and price targets for Cardano's ADA. Um, Chris, obviously Cardano, Ada, lots going on with it. Um, but do you want to um, kind of give everyone a bit of a brief update on the Cardano pool? Yeah, so the, the pool's doing re you know really well at the moment. We've got thirteen hundred and six delegators with over fourteen and a half million Ada delegated to the pool. So the average Cardano pool um, returns five and a half percent APY a year. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's a fantastic way to, to make a passive income. One of the, the, the beautiful, beautiful things about Cardano staking is you're not locked in for any set period of time. So you can literally, if the market was to skyrocket, you could leave, remove your, your ADA from the pool, get it on an exchange and, and, and sell if that was something you wish to do. So, you know, there's no real reason not to, to delegate your your ADA, right? And you can do this through hardware wallets and, and all the usual routes. So um, the ticker is cheek, jump in the pool, earn a passive income. And somebody spotted that I've been changing my t-shirt the whole time. Yeah, it's taken a while, but you've been the uh, mm. fastest wardrobe changer during a stream live. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's that Crazy same shirt. Person. I'm sure it's the same shirt you've been wearing. You're a homeless man. Don't people know I'm this? I'm a homeless man. That's right. <laughs> We're two homes. <laughs> two homes, yeah. Um, okay, so VeChain is the last one. Let's get into it. Let's see what's going on with VeChain. Let's do it. Okay, guys, um, we're going to start here, the weekly chart again. Another neat example of what uh, Elliott Theory looks like. Five impulse waves to the upside. Uh, wave one starting over in the crash of 2020, March, uh, going up to wave one. Um, this was around August, fantastic all-time highs being set. We then go into wave two, the correction wave, finding good support down here at 0 0.008 of a cent. Yep, VeChain was down there at 0 0.008. Uh, and this was an interesting line because this was previously a resistance line all the way through this. And again, we can see that we actually pierce it, we come back testing on it, and then we go into the third wave. So a pretty good, strong indication of things that were to come. Obviously setting all-time highs all the way up into April, and uh, then obviously we go into the correction wave four, and this kind of bottomed out a little bit lower down here, um, which uh, would have been week commencing the 17th of May. Okay, um, and obviously being down here, we can see that stochastic relative strength index currently at this point of the, the stream is at 4.5. Um, ultimately, when we we're looking at how low we actually got, we got all the way down to one. So there's no real room to fall down lower without first taking the price up. We're starting to see a bit of recovery here on um, VeChain, but ultimately not a lot of recovery has actually happened so far. And that's a pretty positive considering two pretty good weekly green candles um, are going in the right direction. 
the stochastic relative strength index has actually paid uh, or stayed pretty reasonably low in the oversold area. That is indicating pretty significant growth for VeChain for the rest of this year going into 2022. So that's pretty good in indication things to come. The yellow area down here was the accumulation zone. This is an area that we kind of picked up on for the fourth wave correction. Uh, and again, there was a couple of points in time that we dropped down into here that we were able to accumulate pretty decent positions of VeChain as we continue the growth to the upside. So weekly charts looking pretty good. Let's jump down into our daily view. Here we get uh, basically the Fibonacci retracement tool. Um, this gain shows us a very neat $1.01 one for VeChain, okay, from the all-time high to the low area of the wave four correction. Okay, this is in line with our fifth wave expectation of a dollar and why we've been talking about a dollar on this channel for quite some time. If you think back to where we start, uh, where we were back in October talking about VeChain, we were actually talking about 50 cent VeChain. We wanted to see some fundamental shifts or technical shifts happen before we were actually willing to acknowledge $1. And obviously we saw that. We saw the Fibonacci retracement tool come up to this high level here, and that was then starting to indicate to us this dollar level V-chain. So again, this is very much in line with that fifth wave, very much in line with the expectations and something we've been talking about for a while, but we did want to wait and see for some more of these technical moves to happen first, and we're happy to say that that has happened. We can also see that this yellow box here, um, and this yellow box is the 618, the 702, and the 786 area that we're wanting to get a closed candle above. Getting a closed candle above this area here is going to be the key area that really does signal those balls to take VeChain to the next level. Now, this Fibonacci retracement tool is not indicated in this yellow box. This is actually from this area to this area here. Okay, so this is a not um, from the current Fibonacci retracement tool, but a second Fibonacci retracement tool from two different points in time. But nonetheless, this is a fantastic area. And I think ultimately, this is the one that's really going to be the one that signals um, VeChain to the next level. Speaking of those levels, the first price target would be 42 cent, followed by 64 cent, followed by 87, and then that dollar level. Okay, and again, very important, we've spoken about it a few times, make sure that we sell on the way up and we don't just wait for one dollar. Okay, because that way you're going to lock in some profits on that journey. Right, ultimately we can see that we're down here, there was a trend line trending down, there was a trend line trending up, and we said by the 21st something was gonna happen, and well, we actually broke down, right? We broke down from our upward trend, um, and our downward trend actually was, was intact. That being said, we still got the reversal on the 21st, which is quite remarkable. But this was also testament to saying that the 21st seemed to be a very key date across all charts. So many charts were indicating the 21st of July. So again, what we saw here was this breakout event that really has started to have a bit of a chain action reaction to VeChain and many of these other coins in the, in the space. But every coin was pretty much indicating something similar with this downward trend and an upward trend that had formed with the 21st being the key point for breakout. Um, so let's jump down. Uh, well, well, before we do that, we'll acknowledge that we are overbought the stochastic relative strength index like we have for Cardano, like we have done for Bitcoin. They are all overbought. Um, obviously, the polar opposite to our weekly chart. And um, let's jump down into our hourly. And here we can see, obviously, what is going on um, with the most recent kind of trading. We've been kind of trading sideways, hovering around this area of 8.3 cents. 
Obviously, the buy zone is down here, but our upward trend is also here as well. So the likelihood of popping back into this buy zone area is very, very unlikely now. Um, but we won't, hold, won't say it's impossible until we know what Bitcoin is doing, whether Bitcoin does go above that 42K level and hold it. If it can hold above 42K, there's going to be uh, pretty much a very slim chance of VeChain coming back down into this buy area anytime soon. Um, so we're mindful that we are finding this area here of 8.3. Um, as an area of consolidation and um, we can also see that the stochastic relative strength index for this sideways trade is also indicating pretty reasonably low levels at 42 and 36 retrospectively which does mean that we are likely to start to see some significant pushback to the upside above 8.3 cents shortly that is of course going to be testament to that um, sentiment in the market so we'll obviously check vchain on the evi dashboard make sure that we're aware of everything that's going on from the artificial intelligence perspective. So obviously we have got the fear and greed index is up here at B3. So a little bit better than um, something like Cardano. So I'd say it's pretty neutral at this point, pretty good ratings, not too bad. Um, not greedy, but you know, reasonable. We also obviously liquidity problems, not sure what they are. Um, we obviously take a look at the sharp ratio. And this again is a big gap that's not quite closing as well as we would like. So there is still risk to rewards in terms of holding VeChain. But for the long-term play, I think it's a pretty safe bet considering the magnitude of the project. And I think this sharp ratio is going to get corrected very, very fast in the months to come. We can also see that the moving averages have not yet corrected, but the profitability and the return on investment is an A1 rating the best it can be. So that is pretty good to see as well. Right, let's jump back into the charts. Now we obviously understand that the artificial intelligence saying that we're in a neutral position. We obviously have a reasonable level stochastic relative strength index on our hourly. We're overbought on the daily, oversold on the weekly that ultimately we are more than likely going to continue a sideways trade here and i think we will push up a little bit but we aren't going to do too much price discovery i think ultimately v chain right now is going to continue to say trading sideways between this 8.3 cent area maybe it might even go as high as 9.2 but unlikely to break it just yet and it could also go down to a, a reasonable low area and uh, we look down here probably to eight cents seems like a pretty sensible area i think we're probably going to be trading in this kind of range for a while and i think this is going to be mainly around correcting our daily chart because our daily chart is so heavily overbought that we are going to need to trade sideways for a significant amount of time in order to pull that stochastic relative strength index down on our daily chart and i think this is what's going to happen with bitcoin as well and um, again with bitcoin uh, and so many institutions kind of uh, you know dabbling around with it it's really hard to say for sure what bitcoin is likely to do at this point in time too many people know about the wyckoff accumulation that it's unlikely that that's going to actually take place and if that's not going to take place it's going to be kind of guess the kind of patterns that are forming and be very visual over the different strategies that are out there so we are obviously cautious what's happening with bitcoin and what is happening here for vchain they obviously are aligned and we're going to obviously make sure that uh we do the best we can in terms of notify you guys of any particular price actions on any of our altcoins or of course bitcoin in due course as well um but guys hopefully you have found that update useful and informative for vchain there isn't too much to really say at this point other than the fact that we're hovering around these two key areas on the vchain chart that's likely to be sustained for a little bit longer uh, as we continue uh, to see what bitcoin does super sounds sounds good nick and um yeah, I thought I'd put a little interesting poll up um, around, you know, if you had $10,000, what would you invest in? If you could only invest in one, um, Bitcoin, Cardano, VeChain, Dot. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting. Only 123 votes so far. So get your votes in, guys. Um, 
obviously ADA is currently winning and it's really mm-hmm. close between uh, Bitcoin and, and VeChain and uh, yeah, really solid lineup that, that set of projects just there. Um, right, let's just quickly, thoughts on, on V4, Nick, for, for like price target. We talk about that all the time and we have been asked here by mm-hmm. one of our members. Yeah, we don't tend to actually talk about V4 very often, even though we, we kind of hold pretty significant positions in it, right? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, V4, it's it's not one I've actually really paid too much attention to myself because it's just something that, you know, we earn, we kind of just stake our, our VeChain in the wallet and it kind of just does its thing, right? And um, I guess my price expectations, if I can actually zoom out on this on the, the weekly, let me just see what they've been a while since I've looked at it, but there is pretty interesting levels here. So let's take a look, right? What's he got? Uh, let me bring that back down. Um, V4 comes in at about 5.3 cents. So it's currently a 0.006 and it's got kind of price expectations of about 5.3, which isn't too bad. I'm not sure if you have anything different or if you think differently, Chris. I think slightly less, but you know, it's a phenomenal growth trajectory really uh for for v4 and i think as time goes on it's going to become more and more valuable and um you know that's that's the the thing with these dual token protocols right like v chain is an absolute beast and uh i've mentioned it a few times that i don't think people quite grasp how big this project is actually going to to become in the future and uh they've got serious backing like not just in china you know in other parts of of the world right they they are huge um so yeah my biggest bag um you know and we've been talking about it for for months and uh i always go back to i think it was november possibly december where people were like right it's not doing anything i'm i i've sold my my v chain i was thinking like m- m- my head was in my hands um you know what are you doing um you know and this is one of the things that we we quite we talk about quite a lot and and that is not sort of switching between projects right because you know i don't think people as in as as retail investors i don't think we we appreciate how much work actually goes into to a project right and uh, we certainly don't see the blood sweat and tears in in the background from from some of these uh project teams going through a bear market right um when there's very little traction so you know you've got to understand that things take time to to develop you know it it takes a long time to recruit quality um by designers tech marketers you know like the list goes on It's, it's 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 a difficult task and um you know we're looking at projects you know at sub one cent in in bear market right and um you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a slog, but it's worth it because, you know, we're, we're, you know, anybody that got into, to Harmony, Anchor, uh, VeChain, Matic, Cardano, when, when we were first, to, yeah, that, that you'd all still be in profit. Right. And, and this is the beauty of sort of following a channel like ours in a bear market. Right. So do join us when we eventually get to a bear market. Right. And I say eventually, cause we're not there yet. Um, and obviously, you know, we, we've partnered with Ivai as well, which gives us even more data to to look at. So, yeah, you know, we expect to 
you know, to, to support people in, in building generational level wealth. And when I say this, I'm not saying we're just going to pick projects and you have to go out and, and, and purchase them. You've got to do your own research, right? Like we, 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 we look at ourselves like we're really transparent. That's like, you know, it's a, a value of ours, but you know, not everybody is, you know, the, the same as, as, as us. Right. And um, people might say it like I'm saying it now, that doesn't mean that they're necessarily true. Right. Um, so you've always got to do your research and just make sure you, you know, you're able to back up what an influencer say and say, um, another project to, to, to probably call out Nick, I know we've sort of overran here, but I think it's been a really good, good stream, um, is singularity net singularity DAO phenomenal projects. And if you're, you're not in either of those already go do your research, um, you know, phenomenal projects that are going to do amazing things in in the real world and um yeah it's going to be interesting to to see how those things transpire over the coming months absolutely now chris there's something uh, i've seen a comment in the live chat is okay. is the website up yet um so i want to kind of give mm. everyone a bit of a sneak peek because obviously we've been working on it hard but obviously part-time well, because everything else should, we, should we talk about blood sweat and tears because we had a team <laughs> that was supposed to be doing this right and they let us down epically mm. um and you know nick's had to sort of take the the reins and, and and do it and this is why it's taken much longer than than we thought then there was a bug that was found in the um portfolio tracker that was being built it's just been an absolute nightmare so apologies guys um but we have been let down by the you know I guess the technical experts. Uh, so we've had to sort of bring it in house to, to complete it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to bring it up. So you guys get a bit of a, a, a flavor as to what it is. And then I'm hoping that it'll go live real soon. So, um, so here's the website. It's, um, you know, it's an interesting one. Let me see if I can just get this back to the beginning. Um, so obviously, you know, we've got the slider at the top and all that kind of good stuff. It's all talking about you know, staking and all that kind of stuff. Um, we obviously have courses. The whole thing around this is going to try to be providing content for you guys so you can learn as much as you can. Um, we obviously have uh, a little bit of cheeky merch, which, you know, wouldn't be uh, a miss. Um, and, you know, it's all linked into our videos and news articles and all that kind of stuff as well. So I'm still building it. Um, so there's going to be courses. There's going to be, obviously, the merch shop. Um, there's going to be... Um, our portfolio, our YouTube videos, um, all the other kind of stuff. So um, news as well and all that kind of stuff. So I think there's a lot of stuff kind of coming here. Um, I just need I to think, kind of finish it off a little bit. Yeah, and I think it's worth talking about the the courses, right? Because, you know, I know what, you know, goes through people's mind that, you know, we're, we're just out to, to make money, but we're going to be doing a lot of these courses um, for free, right? So, um you know, we're, we're out to support people in building generational level wealth, right? We, we talk about this quite a lot, that we're not like your, your standard YouTubers, right? We kind of fell into this by accident, right? You know, being completely transparent with people, we set up a channel ultimately to talk through our portfolios and, you know, to, to look back like when we're, you know, stupidly old, right? And, um, and you know, see how how we were feeling and the emotions that we were going through historically through, through the market transitions, right? Because we, we believe what we say when we say multi-trillion dollar market for, for cryptocurrency back when it was like 300 billion, right? And people were laughing at us. We believe that we've seen multi-trillion dollar market for, for crypto now, but we expect 
much more. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to be doing as much as we can. We're, we're going to try to work with a number of different projects to, to get them involved. We're, we're going to try to reach out to other YouTubers, try to get them involved. Um, so, you know, we're going to try to, to make it a, a little bit different, um, talk through projects so you get a really high educated level of, of understanding uh, of projects so not only will you have to go away do your own research but you'll be able to do a course which hopefully will be will, will be free or very minimal cost um, and and you know you'll be able to get a certificate at the end of it to, to show you that you're a practitioner in that particular uh, project for example hmm. so yeah it's interesting it's gonna be good it's gonna be good um obviously and, and you're wearing some of the merch nick i am i'm wearing the hoddle t-shirt today uh, which is cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I think, um, yeah, it, it just looks like black. It looks like I'm wearing the same shirt all the time. <laughs> it uh, <does>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, the website's going to be cool. We're going to try to do as much as we can for free where possible. And um, do you I'm, want to tell everyone you're going to become a paid actor? I'm going to become a paid actor. Teleprompter yeah. the works. <laughs> yeah. Not only are we we doing all this wonderful stuff with with the the website, we're going to buy a whole new setup for Nick. Um, it's going to be amazing. He is actually going to become a paid actor. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you think. Um, so yeah, I think ultimately the website hopefully will be finished. Uh, and what I wanted was the first of August launch. I'm still going to push for that. There's a few things I need to do from the legal side, make sure we've got all the terms and conditions, that it's all GDPR proof, all that kind of nonsense. Once all that's done, I should be able to flick the button to make it live and then uh, we'll probably you know, send a tweet out or something. Yeah, so follow us on Twitter <laughs> and, and, join our, and join our Telegram group, right? Because you don't want to miss out on this sort of stuff. Like, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be epic. And hopefully, hopefully the next project will be to, to organize our own project won't it nick we just need to figure out so, you know, so what, many ideas just trying to figure out the best way of doing it that there are there are so many ideas and uh, there are so many ecosystems that we could gravitate to um and nick and myself are, are both at loggerheads yeah. <laughs> on that very matter yeah. <laughs> anyway uh, we are going to call the stream there guys so if you have found it useful informative maybe maybe entertaining at times then do go ahead and hit that like button we both really do appreciate that if you're new make sure you've subscribed hit the bell tapped on all and you won't miss another live stream or update about your favorite crypto projects guys with all this said done and out of the way we hope you have a fantastic day and we'll catch you all in the next one yeah take care